All right, this is the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. As always, Ed Carbajal here with my co-host, Matthew Hawkins. And uh, today we have uh, a up-and-coming, fired-up Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor, who uh, it, coincidentally, you just tagged us in the in the tweet. Uh, you and James Gallagher going at it again. Uh, uh, well, what's up? What's going on over there? Oh, man. Um. You know, with me and Gallagher, there's always going to be a history of me and Gallagher. Always going to be a hate. Always going to be a monster. I don't like that guy. I, I hate that guy. Let me throw on the stand real quick because this is getting so hot up in here. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. So, me and James Gallagher do not like each other. Um, you know, I, I just, someone just tagged me, the pig lord. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar that with them with him on Twitter. I got tagged on it, and people were like, hey, would you be willing to fight at 135? I'm like, absolutely not. I walk around at 175. I'm not going to be able to drop down 40 pounds within 10 days. You know, that's just suicidal. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Can you guys absolutely. hear me fine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear so, you. So... You know, I tagged people in areas like, hey, I'm willing, you know, no one's got back to me, but I said, hey, I'm willing to fight as low as 50, 55. Did his opponent drop no. out for his scheduled bout? Is he looking for a new opponent now? I I guess I was just, you know, someone tagged me. I found out. I just found out through that. And, um, yeah, like. That's what just happened, you know. I'm, you know, I'm willing to come out there and fight him if, if, if I was offered a fight. But I know it's most likely not going to be offered. Um, you know, I'm like I said, I'm on a four fight winning streak. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you you've been busy since the last time you guys fought. Uh, I, uh, you fought. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've been following you since we last spoke. So. For folks that don't know, uh, uh, Anthony and I spoke, or uh, I want to say this was like in the spring or, or maybe the beginning of the summer. Uh, he was trying to, uh, back when Lobov was a free agent, and also, you know, same camp as Gallagher. So that's kind of what, what f got that fired up that uh, he was calling him out to try to come, come into Bellator to fight him there. And obviously Lobov went to the bare knuckle thing. Um, what did you think about that, by the way? Did you follow anything that happened at bare knuckle? Nah, not really. I'm not really a bare knuckle um guy. You know, I keep in, I I keep tabs with the UFC and Bellator. You know, um, much success for um, Arthur. You know, he's a great fighter. You know, in his way, um, I just been itching to fight one of those SPG guys. You know, yeah. I've also talked about you know, hey, if the right amount came. I'll be willing to fight Kiefer Crosby at 155 if he came down, you know. So I I don't care, you know, about what they do with their lives. But, um, you know, right now I'm just focused on me and each win. Have you heard anything else from the other promotions you're dealing with? Is is Bama out of business now? Uh, yes, Bama Bama's, Bama's out, is currently out of business. Bama's currently out, out of business. Um, I was just told they went under. Don't know why, mm -hmm. but I, it seems like everybody 
from Bama went to Bellator. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow. You know, because when I was with Bama, I was fighting at 145 for them. Even though I was doing a lot of catchweight fighters, catchweight fights, I was actually in line for a title shot. You know, I was actually, everybody was actually, like, getting me ready to be the next 145 champ with Bama ever since Daniel Crawford went to Bellator. So I was actually that key guy, you know. You know, when I when I went there for my first fight for them, I fought a stud, Dean Barry. Like, most people don't understand how good this guy is, but this guy is going to be in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I fought, yeah. No, I was, I was going to say, I mean, you've been you've been so busy since uh, – since, uh, the Bellator fight. I know you fought at Bama a few times, but I mean, you fought at Combate Americas, and now you're on a four-fight win streak. Um, you picked up the uh, URCC title, so uh, you're, you're training with uh, uh, McKee and all those guys at uh, yeah. what's a what's a I forgot the team uh, body body, body, body shop. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're, you've obviously made a lot of changes. So um, and the message that you put on Twitter, it looks like. Uh, like Gallagher's not aware of the evolution you've put yourself through or cause when we first spoke, I know you said you were just going to, you were, you were diving deep into jujitsu and submissions and stuff like that. And, and now it yeah. seems like, it seems like it's all paying off for you. So, uh, oh, absolutely. So. yeah, absolutely. You know, that, and, and that screenshot is over. That's from like, I believe that's the, it was like a day after he lost to Ricky. Oh, so, the day that was the day after he lost to Ricky. I'm sorry. We had a child like, hey, you want to fight? He's like, you know, haha. He like, you know, you're an easy fight. And I'm like, well, let's do it again if I'm an easy fight. And he's like, go ahead and get some more wins. You know what I'm saying? At the time, I was fighting like three and five. You know, at the time. And he, yeah, he absolutely had all the rights to say go get more wins. Hell, I'm on a four or five winning streak. Um, Six and five. I'm a current champion, and guess what? I'm actually fighting for Combate next next month. Is that the Puerto Rico card? No, this is another card in Richmond, California. Actually. Oh, okay. So I've been offered a fight there. You know, um, I'm going to take. I'm going to get another W there and become seven and five. And then you- um, after that, most like hopefully, if this fight goes through, I fly to England in three weeks to fight in England. Nice. Well, that, you know, you talk about this fight being in Richmond. One thing I noticed about your 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 uh, your previous fights is that they really had you. You've done some traveling. Um, looks like you had, you had about in Hungary, London. You've been to Ireland a couple times. Uh, URCC is basically based out of the Philippines, and that's where they've had ninety percent of their events. Uh, is that just yeah. something that just is that just happened, or when you got into MMA, was traveling something that was on your radar? Well, before I got into MMA, I've always traveled the world. I was always fascinated with traveling, you know, with history and stuff. And I told Mike Krogan and Rich Child Scott, I was like, hey, if I fight, I want to fight out the country. You know, because when you think about it, American fighters get more love out the country than they do in the country. Look how they treat Deontay Wilder. Look how they treat Floyd Mayweather in America. You know, but when you bring in MVP, when you bring in 
Fedor or Douglas Lima or Pitbull or Pacquiao or all these other fighters, Anthony Joshua, that Americans treat their fighters more respect than they do American fighters. And I was just always fascinated of traveling out the country and fighting. You know, I've you know, growing up in my amateur circuit, you know, I've always fought in the hometown, in the hometown guys' backyard. So it was never a a problem with me going out the country and fighting. I've all I've always wanted to do that. And I was like, no, there's no other way better than building my 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 European status out there. Like look at look at Dan Henderson, look at Rampage Jackson, you know, all them guys who are big now. They fought out the country, and they did it on a consistent basis. Hell, hell, my name is bigger on the country than most stars in Bellator, as we speak right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you think of Georgie or Henry Corrales, you know what I'm saying, or Emmanuel Sanchez. You know, they were all due respect, good fighters, but when they go out to the country, oh. Okay, Georgie's fighting. Oh, or you know, Henry or or Emmanuel, it doesn't really start a buzz. But when you hear, oh, Anthony Pretty Boy is fighting, okay, because they know I'm very entertaining. They know I sell a fight. They know I have fun. I interact with the crowd. I get involved with everybody. So I get more attention than they would actually get more attention if they was to fight in Ireland or London or Budapest. So speaking of the attention. Uh, I think it was at the Combate card that you didn't you have like girls and stuff walking in the room in the ring with you in the arena. How did you pull that off? Okay, all right, yeah. So, how was did that you pull when, that? Was that the lap dance when you gave the ring girl a lap dance or something like that? Oh man, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy because I was supposed to come out to Genuine Pony, um, I was supposed to come out to Genuine Pony and. And they switched it up with the sorry gentlemen. They switched it up with the Rihanna, um, with the Rihanna song. I was like, no, what the <laughs> heck? So, so I ended up having to go with the flow. And man, it was a very hostile crowd, and and it it, it was so crazy because when I went there, it I was like, okay, I'm gonna get some of the fans. I'm gonna get some of the fans out here in Ireland because they know who I am. <laughs> and and then uh all of a sudden I get booze. I'm like, what? You know, but I had one hell of a time out there. So, you know, I'm I'm looking to go back in November, hopefully, if if I can get everything situated. Yeah. But I'm just right now I'm just focused on this combate fight, you know. Um my manager who's taking good care of me, um, other than Antonio being my fight coach, he my manager named Alex is taking really good care of me. And he's like, hey, you're on the track. UFC and Bellator are taking notice of you. Keep doing what you're doing. We will have options where you can choose either one or two. Well, that's that's what I was saying to Matt, actually, before we started recording, because I was like, I said, he's he's got the formula as far as, like, getting the attention of fans and stuff like that. I mean, not for nothing, um, you know, even the it, it, some people get upset and offended at that the booze, but not for nothing. You're still bringing attention when you when you uh, if people are calling. I mean, look at everything Henry Cejudo is doing, but he's mentioned almost every week in the news because of all the things he's doing. So, 
I mean, you, you got the right idea with with bringing it, uh, attention and stuff, and 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 uh, but you're also doing the right thing with with, with uh, working out with the guys at Team Body Shop. I mean, obviously you got a right. bunch of veterans there helping you guide the way. But uh, a question about the uh, URCC. Uh, so is that a title uh, after the Combate thing? Like, did they talk about you who, you having to come back and defend it? Uh, like again before the end of the year, or or what was the deal with that? Oh well, I talked to URCC directly. They said that I'll be defending my title next year. Mm. Um, like I said, it's all set in place. You know, there's a couple people who fought on URCC that were champions and went straight to the UFC. So if there is a possibility I can go to the UFC or Bellator after defending my title. You know, I'm looking to fight October, November. And hopefully January and uh, March, you know, and I'm just willing to accept the, the challenge because, you know, when I first started off in Bellator, I never got the chance to like how most blue chip fighters build your record fighting guy one and one, two and one, three yeah. and two. You know, I went out bat, fought six and one, fought James Gallagher, fought Adam Bowie, you know. I fought killers right off the bat. Yeah. So no one ever really got to see how good of a fighter or how good of an entertainer I can actually be until they until after I lost and I oh wow well we really got a diamond in a rough here but we just we didn't really promote it. It's like look how Aaron Pico is you know stud guy but just fought killers off the bat you know but look how AJ McKee progressed. You know, taking the fights. He didn't need the money fights. He was like, hey, let me improve as a fighter. And over time, after Bellator released me, you know, they was like, hey, we love you, but we want you to come back with a winning record, and then we'll we'll do this again. You know, so I took the time. I talked to my coach and manager. I said, hey, you know, I want to I wanna fight at my level, my pace, you know, because I never got the opportunity to take my time in the fight game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I've talked to my coach about possibly coming back to 55s to Bellator. And he said, no. Because <laughs> I was like, why not? He's like, well, hell, if you end up coming back to 55, shit, most likely they'll either match you up with Ben Henderson or something. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, it's like it would be an honor to fight Ben Henderson, you know. But right now I'm just taking it one one fight at a time. You know, if, if anybody gets hurt in Bellator and then you're like replacement, hey, I'm willing to step up. Yeah. But I want to fight overseas only. I love fighting overseas. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's weird to hear that because, uh, I mean, uh, usually guys want to get like that home field advantage. It's more comfortable being close to home as far as getting training in goes. But um, so it's, 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 that's probably good for, for promoters to hear because usually get, they usually get more of, of that from, from guys on their roster. Um, uh, but man, I'm sorry. I think I cut you off before uh, before I was about to to ask my question. Oh no, I, he was talking about the entertainment. And while scrolling through your Twitter feed, I was looking for some stuff, and I saw there was a tweet that involved uh, uh, WWE. Is is pro uh, is pro wrestling something you grew up on? And is that do you? I mean, obviously, I'm a pro wrestling fan, so I know that there it's kind of hated on by a lot of MMA fans, uh, but. Do you uh, is that something you use? I mean, in the back of your mind, uh, is is there anything you take in from pro wrestling to try to create the pretty boy 
character, not, not character, you know, it seems to be you, but, uh, you know, you know, you get what I'm saying. Is, is there an influence from pro wrestling at all on you? Oh, absolutely. Without that, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. You know, I like my end goal is to get to WWE. Absolutely. <laughs> is that people ask me, what would you rather do? Fight in US, UFC or WWE? I'm going to look at it and be like, WWE, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? WWE all day. That's my end goal and become a superstar. I I take a lot of I take a lot of stuff from WWE. You know, like I'll have that rock swag. You know, I'll have that that Ric Flair charisma. That you know what I'm saying. But I'll also be that bad boy like Triple H. Hey, you hate me? Okay, I'm gonna come to your house and smash you at your house home field advantage. I'm going to smash you, take you out. You boo me. So I I was willing to take on that villain role in MMA, which I absolutely love, because eventually <laughs> that villain role turns into booze, turns into cheers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're not going to be the villain all the time. Yeah. No, you're so, you're right. You're right about that. Um, it's funny that you're saying that because and you you got the next fight with Combate. Uh, my question actually was going to be if, if you were allowed to, uh, or if you know who your opponent is, um, at Combate for the for the fight you got coming up. But before you answer, uh, I just wanted to add. Um, so uh, did you know that Combate actually brought in pro wrestlers to help the fighters on the roster? Like maybe <clears throat> two three years ago, uh, when they were on Fight Pass, they brought in a. a pro wrestler from from uh the lucha libre uh circuit to help uh, teach them how to be real no yeah, it was no, sin, no. sin cara yeah oh, yeah sin cara. i know what sin cara is so they brought him in to kind of like uh help the fighters be, uh do more of what you're already doing so you kind of got a leg up there i mean as far as like what your plan is and 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 marketing yourself but are do, are you do you know who you're fighting over there uh, I do, but I really can't announce it until the contract is signed. <laughs> gotcha. You know, just just for legal stuff, you know. Um, yeah. But he's about six feet tall. You know, six feet two inches tall. Mm. So, yeah. you know, I'm ready. It's ain't hey, nah, so nah, a... Everybody else I fight is taller than me, so it's, it's not a problem. You know, I'm wanting to come in and smash this guy. You know, I've also talked to Combate about fighting for the title at 155, which is could be a possibility. As long as I'm winning, I can't be denied. As long as I'm winning. There's yeah, man. No I... Way I can be denied. No, I've seen and I saw your post talking about uh, part of the reason, you know, fighting in Europe and fighting overseas is that the wrestling really stands out because as an American wrestler, you really have a a step ahead on, on a lot of those guys. Now, early in your career, obviously it, you talked about your record. Uh, it started off, but you fought killers, but a lot of your losses were by rear naked choke. Was that just the inexperience of being a wrestler in a game with submission? Um, I, I didn't, I haven't seen all those fights, but is that, is well, that what that is? Well, one, that is one of the part. And two, that's just, that's just, and that's just, I'm one of those natural gifted athletes who just came across MMA. I, or, you know, I've never wrestled in college or high school or anything. I just started picking up wrestling about, I say, about a year and a half ago. Oh, shoot. So I knew, I'm like, okay, I'm losing on the ground. So I need to really work that. So 
I dedicated a whole year and a half with jujitsu and wrestling and training with Antonio McKee and Joey and Bubba Jenkins when he was training with us and AJ, Aaron. You know, when you're training with those guys every single damn day, it's like, bro, with the intensity, they, they go, 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 go. It's no like letting up. You, you adapt that mentally and naturally it just comes to you. So, so now that I'm also doing jiu-jitsu with Darcy Lira, you know, and also I do a lot of my jiu-jitsu classes with Jason Manley, I start to pick up on things what I'm inside the cage. If I know that you're going through a rear or arm or a transition triangle or, or electric, whatever you're doing, I know what you're doing. So I might not be as submission savvy-wise, but my power is enough to get me out and explode to, explode out of all, a lot of submissions. And I've stated before, there's no one stronger than me at 145 in Bellator or in the world. I don't care who it is. If I fought, if I fought Conor McGregor, hey, you can strike all you want, but I'm gonna take you down, and you're not getting up. You know, I, I don't care who 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 you think who who they are. If, if I get a hold of you, you're, you're going down. Um, you know. Only one person took me down in my eleven in my eleven fight career, which was James Gallagher. That was the only time, you know, I didn't know the, about the ground game then. You know, if I had the mentality that I do now against Gallagher, oh, I'm destroying them. I'd be like, all right, let's take you to the ground because your little jujitsu is not going to be able to overcome my power grappling. I call it power grappling, power wrestling, because everything I do is it's all power strong. You know, my coach Antonio was like, hey, if you're going to be strong, be strong for 15 minutes when you're grappling. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Gallagher got the easy way. He he he's dodged a lot of people, which he should have. He was supposed to fight Adam Bowricks, but we would have known what would have happened if he would have fought Bowricks. <laughs> he was supposed to fight AJ McKee. But never fell through, and I think a lot of the fights. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that was building up. Yeah, it was building up, but it never happened. Um, I think appropriate. A lot of people would stay more tuned if I fought Gallagher. You know, Anthony Taylor versus James Gallagher too. You know, this time in America. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, there's definitely the history there because uh, they're actually because because of, of his fight coming up. They keep showing the the finish the went that he had over you, so exactly. I mean there's def, there's definitely history there and, and and hype behind it. They could build a story uh, for a rematch for sure, um, especially with with the winning record you're carrying now. Right, absolutely. And I talked to Antonio. He was like, "Bro, absolutely, that is a fight that that Bellator should make happen." And and I look at it like if that fight was to go down guarantee you that's bringing that probably will have the most reviews of the whole year because they're like okay anthony lost to gallagher when they fought but anthony was one and one when he fought gallagher now that anthony is more has more wins and more experience the fight is coming to america now you know what i'm saying so now there's leverage there's animosity towards one another it's two years it's three years almost three years in the making since they fought why not have that 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 rematch. I mean, when you look at Pitbull and and Pat Curran, Pitbull and Strauss, 
you know, Strauss and Curran, you know, you know, Chandler versus, you know, Eddie Alvarez. That right there, man, I mean, think about stuff like that. You're like, whoa, if we get a rematch going with these two, we feel like this can blow into a bigger thing. You know, I, I honestly feel like this can be like a, a pay-per-view type of stuff going <laughs> on because I can sell out a fight. He can sell out a fight. I can talk the fight up like WWE doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, and... Well- it would certainly make for a fun press conference. I've been to a lot of Bellator uh, media stuff when they come here to the East Coast. So, um, I mean, that that's definitely stuff that people like to see, especially when they do, like, they got the doubleheader coming uh, this way in October. So um, that would definitely make for some fun media. But um, you had mentioned uh, Daniel Strauss. I saw you posted the picture with him on your Instagram. Did you get to train with him? Oh, yeah. We got, we got to uh, spar. We sparred for a bit. We trained, sparred. Um, he was getting ready for this fight, I believe. So we, you know, uh, great guy, really the, humble. His comeback uh, fight, right? That was his return yeah. fight. He's getting ready for. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really think. I when I first met him, I just thought, you know, East Coast guy, kind of like cocky. But when I really actually met him, he's actually a very humble and, and nice guy. Like very nice and humble, and like I just grabbed a brotherhood with him you know and said mm-hmm. said hey man, hey you're more welcome to come train with us anytime man you know um i trained with lorenz larkins a couple of times um what was that like oh man me and lorenz spark <laughs> oh oh it, it, we go at it. if you tell me like hey pretty boy he he, he i we go 100 when me and him spar we probably go about like 80 percent it's all striking, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, but he's a great guy. You know, I've sparred with Uriah Hall. No, yeah, Uriah Hall. He's one of my buddies. You know, um, I, I I sparred with a lot of guys there, bro. Like a lot of people, you know. And and everybody is uh, Pasadena Fight Academy up in Pasadena. With Sabat Young, he he runs it every every Saturday. There's a lot of amazing guys there, you know. So. I've I've learned a lot in this game. Also, I've learned a lot from Aaron Pico when he was training with us. You know, as far as what happened with Aaron Pico, I'm I'm just in a blind. And you guys, I don't know why he left. You know, I I just don't know why. But you know, I wish him the best. Yeah, well, every, everybody's got their own path that they have to go on, especially when you come off a loss or, or bad ones like him his. So uh, I don't know them. Nobody's really speculating that anything bad went on from from what I gather. Um, you know, sometimes people just you have to go on a, as as a martial artist and a fighter. And, I'm, and, and I know you know it because you've been through it yourself. When you take a loss, you know, you kind of got to go on your own pilgrimage to to of your own to renew yourself and, and get back on the winning streak. And uh, I know you can relate to that because you're doing it now. Um, but um, that, it's really good to talk to you, man. I'm, I'm just uh I, I, I just thought it was funny how you uh you had tagged me just before we started recording this with the James Gallagher thing. I thought that was recent. I didn't know that that was from oh. a while back. Oh no no! Oh, I, if this was, trust me, if this was recent, I'll be I'll be on wait ready to go. But but like I said, he's he, he's game to fight me. James Gallagher is game to fight me, and he he has a better chance of fighting me than he would AJ McKee. Because he's like, okay, I fought Anthony before. Oh, I beat him. I can do it again. So he has that mentality of, oh, I can beat him again. But, you know, you fought 
an inexperienced fighter at the time, you know, in my career. And everybody I come across has been destroyed. I don't care who it is. You know, so right now, you know, I'm focused on one fight at a time. Get Mm -hmm. this fight in combate. Go to England. Fight in England. Get this W in England three weeks later. Hell, if I'm healthy, hey, fight in December. Why not? You know, I'm just... I'm just ready. Hey, Combat is a good place to get your blade sharpened for sure. I mean, uh, again, uh, I I covered them a lot when they were under the Fight Pass banner, and I keep in touch with uh, their uh, VP, uh, Mike Aframowitz, so, um, and he's a good guy to work with, so I I really hope that goes well for you. And when you're allowed to uh, announce the opponent, by all means, uh, let us know. We'll uh, we'll help you get that fight uh, hyped up for you. I I try to get Matt because they do more... I try to get Matt to go to combat this stuff all the time because they're out there. They're out that way more than they are out this way. But because um, I have yet yeah, to be at an event. Lot. You know, I've been speaking. I've been speaking to, you know, a lot of people like PFL, Cage Warriors, you know, a um, couple of promotions in England, one in Dubai. You know, so I've I've I am on people's radar now. You know, USC knows who I am. You know, they told my manager, hey. We like the guy, very entertaining, but we need to see more wins and more finishes. You know, same as Bellator said the same thing. Yeah. Well, they have the contender series now. That's that. I mean, that sets up perfectly with another win or two for you. It seems like the contender series is is right up your alley for them. Exactly. So, you know, I I can go that route, or if I go ten and five in the last. If the next four fights are all finishes first round and I go 10 and 5, then I wouldn't need to go to the contender series because I already have a name for myself. I just go straight in there and fight, probably fight a guy who's like 7 and 3, 8 and 3, or 8 and 2. You uh-huh. know, I'm just, I'm just focused. You know, like, dude, man, when I went 2 and 5, man, it was the most depressing thing ever, bro. Like, I wasn't mentally there, emotionally there. I was just going through a lot of depression and a lot of it. Honest to God, truth. A lot of it came from the James Gallagher fight. Yeah. The depression, the depression, how the, how all this started came through the James Gallagher fight. And I wasn't mentally right after that. And every single day I think about that guy, James Gallagher. I think about him every single day. And why, why I'm so, why I'm so determined to fight him again. Why I'm yeah. so determined back to, to Bellator is because I want to fight James Gallagher. I'm on these winning streak because my fire with James Gallagher is burning even more and more and more. My determination is to get closer to him and strangle him. Like, that was the reason why I went into a very dark place. When I lost in Ireland, I had so many people, like, say nasty things to me on social media, and it really hurt me, because, you know, hey, it's my second pro fight, you know, you know, no one thought me to get out the first round, you know, and a person who really, who really was there for me was my teammates, and one person who was actually, you know, who messaged me, who was nice enough to talk to me was Pat Curran, Mm. and Pat Curran really helped me he, he talked to me, you know, he's like, hey, I know how I feel, especially being a champion and losing your belt twice, you know. So my fire for James Gallagher burns so much. And that's my determination to get back to Bellator. So every time in that fight, I'm telling myself I can't lose because Gallagher wants to fight. I can't lose. I well, can't lose. Well, yeah, man. I mean, whatever keeps you going, man, I mean, that's obviously working for you. 
And the thing is, I know you hear you hear it a lot in uh, jujitsu with the guys you're grappling with. I'm sure you heard it. <clears throat> you know, losses, they're lessons. Uh, and it looks like, uh, you know, with with losing by submission, you focus, like you said, you focus on your ground game. You're getting better. Um, so just keep doing what you're doing, man. And above all, you know, you got to ignore all the negativity online and just stay positive and focused and present in your own training. Um, it's really good to talk to you, man. I, I appreciate the time. Um, I, I know you were on your way out the door when we started recording. Were you you're on your way to training now or? Uh, no, I was just going to sit in my car and talk to you guys. But obviously being here is better because I got <laughs> Wi-Fi and the air. Are you, are you in Southern California now? Then yeah. if you're training, uh, well, well, me, I, me and my girl, we have a spot in Dublin, California. Um, okay. And then I live in also in Southern California, like in Cerritos. Okay. So I'm out. So I commute every every week. So Mondays and Thursdays, I'm with Body Shop in Lakewood, California. Then I drive Thursday night every week to the Bay Area. And I'm doing my jujitsu and my boxing out there, and then I drive back Monday morning, back to training. Cool. Yeah, I'm in Temecula, so is it safe to assume that you're going to be watching uh, Antonio and AJ both compete? Are you going to the event at the Forum on the 28th? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there at the Forum on the 28th. Um, yeah, I'll definitely be there supporting my coach and my teammates. A lot of my majority of my teammates are all fighting there. I was like, can I get on that car? The coaches looked at me like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah, and then Joey's fighting in October, October fourth in Temecula, and then Slice is fighting October twenty sixth. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get to that fight <laughs> if my fight's on the twenty fifth. Um, <laughs> Joey yeah. Joey Davis is on the fourth because that's not listed yet. So that's that's right down the street from my house here at Pachanga. Yeah, yeah. If you look, if you look at his Instagram, he just posted it yesterday. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. So it, was, it was just yesterday. You know, I, I still have a great relationship with Mike Krogan. Me and Mike Krogan have a really solid relationship. You know, um, I just, I'm just, you know, making my dues. I'm just waiting to hear from people and say, hey, you put in the work. You you deserve a second chance. Well, you've got four in a row. You've got a title belt. You got a combate fight coming up, and then you know. I imagine you win this combate fight, and then you defend that title. It's going to be hard for anybody to deny you. I, oh, absolutely. yeah, you absolutely. Because I'm actually fighting in England. If I if the fight goes through, I'm actually fighting in England for a title, also out there. And the guy is six and one, and you know, it's like I fought guys with winning records. I beat my, you know, I beat guys who are not rollovers. You know, so I went undefeated and I went undefeated in Bama. I'm undefeated in Combate. You know, I'm undefeated in my organization now that I'm a champion. So I won on the biggest stage. And I don't think a lot of people give me that credit of, of from what I deserve. And a lot of people underestimate me. They always call me short. Oh, I'm so short. Like, okay, yeah, it might be short, but we'll see. <laughs> you know, I'm just happy and blessed that I'm at where I'm at right now. And about, I say about within a year, with, within a year, most likely within a year, I'm either going to be with Bellator or the UFC. Well, if it was my call right now, I'm saying you win at Combate. If I'm Bellator, I'm doing a show in Japan at the end of the year with Ryzen. That's where I would take you. Uh, you talk about pro wrestling. It seems like you would fit in perfect with New Japan pro wrestling. 
um, oh. from what I've seen. So, I mean, just the, just your 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 persona and your and the, and the and what you bring, I, I I think you would go over huge in Japan from what from my experience watching Japanese oh, fights absolutely. for twenty That's years. My dream. my dream is to fight in Japan. My dream is to perform in Japan. Like, like you know, it's crazy. You know, I, I'm such a rampage fanboy. <laughs> I don't I don't tell him that, even though he trains with us on the little side. But um, mm-hmm. I don't tell him that because I don't want him to get upset. But every time I see him, I get all excited. He's like, oh, shit, rampage, you know. <laughs> um, um, my dream is fighting in Japan because I've seen a lot of guys start their career off. It's like, man, I would love to get into pro wrestling. That's my goal. WWE. It's definitely my goal, or Japan wrestling is my goal. You know, it's just I knew, I knew that I was destined to be great in the sport. You know, I might not be the greatest champion, but I'm, I wanted to strive to be the greatest entertainer in MMA. You know what I'm saying? Like Chel Sonnen does what he does, but he doesn't back it up. No disrespect to Chel, you know. Um, but hey, it is what it is. I mean. Other than that, how many African-Americans fighters out there who get the chance to really put on a display besides Floyd Mayweather, you know? No one can say, I'm not Conor McGregor because I'm not Irish. So they can't say, oh, you're trying to be a wannabe Conor McGregor. No one can say, oh, you're trying to be like Floyd. I can't be like Floyd because he's a boxer. So if I just put two together and one... There you go, pro wrestling. You know, like a lot of a lot of this stuff. I give a lot of things to the Rock. You know, it's one of my idols. You know, because just the 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 drive. Like when he first got into Hollywood, you know, he was doing these two fairy rolls. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the little rolls, and it was the sacrifice that he did that he kept going and going. Look, look at him now. You know, I got. I'm in a movie coming up, actually. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, starring in one of my first, not starring, but, you know, premiering in my first movie. is called Memoir of a Fighter. You know, um, it's amazing. So I got a lot of stuff lined up with me right now. Um, taking salsa lessons. So I'm trying to come out to that. <laughs> I'm trying to come out, come out to that. Uh, um, Suave Mente one day for Bellator. If you ever, if I ever go back to Bellator, I'm a, I'm a salsa dance on stage before a fight. I have a little lady out there salsa dancing. So you know, it's my entertainment. You know, I, I want to bring the sexiness, you know, into Bellator and the UFC. <laughs> but with, but one of those guys called most like by I say by by time July or August next year, I'll probably be either UFC or Bellator. Well, don't forget us little guys when when you get the call to 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 you know fight a few times over there. But um, uh, we got to wrap it up. We're we're going on uh, forty minutes. So um, if you want to go ahead and shout out your sponsors and and anything like that, go ahead. Oh, shout out to Lana Egg Whites, um, High Five Therapy, um, Egg Weights. Bam, keep you in shape. <laughs> Who else? Um. Style make fights. Um, shout out to my team body shop. Oh, TC1 gel. Yes. Also, <laughs> shout out to Darcy O'Leary Jiu Jitsu, Jason Manley Jiu Jitsu. You know, shout out to my mom and, and thank you, Lord Jesus, all high mighty for having me here. And thank you guys for really taking the time and 
talking with you. I appreciate that. Appreciate you guys. At first, I mean, when I first got to MMA, I was just a little firecracker. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> so now I'm a little bit more seasoned. I know what I need to do. Like, like it's amazing how I'm such in good shape, and you know, yeah, I'm blessed. Awesome. And your uh, your Twitter handle is uh, at uh, let's see at Anthony underscore for real on Twitter. Uh, what's your Instagram? For, for, um, so Twitter is Anthony underscore for real. And my Instagram is Anthony underscore pretty boy. Awesome. All right, fans. So follow Anthony. Uh, and as always, you can follow us at combat hour on Twitter, coast to coast combat hour on Instagram, myself at MMA Hawk 21 on Twitter and Instagram, catch Ed at Carbazal on Twitter and at Carbeerzal on Instagram. Um, until next time, best of luck to you, Anthony. Look forward to uh, catching your next bout and uh, and talking to you in the near future again. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. You guys have a great one. You too. Hey, guys. Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you'd like to help us out and donate, uh, the support links are in any of the uh, podcast descriptions and some the links are also provided on our YouTube channel, the Blogboard Jungle. Um, thanks again for listening. And if you give us some support, we'll give you a shout on the podcast, maybe uh, bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again. <laughs>